Welcome to another episode of Obstacles Under the Surface. Today I'm here with Michelle DeKaiser of Connecting Mamas. And we are going to be discussing guilt with prioritizing yourself. I think this is a topic that a lot of people can relate to and is a tough one to overcome. So I know you'll enjoy the insight from Michelle on this topic. Michelle is a mom and found the need for finding a different way to connect mothers and to coach them through some of the difficult moments of motherhood, of parenthood, and providing them with a group where they can hear other people's experiences and relate to them. She offers an online live six-week course, How to Ignite Connection and Step Out of Motherhood Isolation. So check her out on ConnectingMamas.com. She also provides check-in calls, if that would be helpful for you, as well as the group that I mentioned, which I think is just invaluable. I hope that you enjoy our conversation today about guilt with prioritizing yourself. Hi, Michelle. Thanks for joining us today. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. So I'm very interested to get your thoughts on this topic of the guilt that we feel with prioritizing ourselves. Yes. I mean, especially as as moms, as women, we just have this tendency to put everyone first. And then when we don't, we feel that anxiety in us that that to try to take that time for ourselves, it, it makes it like almost... Like you can't relax doing it because you're, you're so focused on what you should be doing rather than what you're doing at the moment. And so that's the part that we want to talk about a lot today is how do we get past that? Because women, moms, you do deserve that time. It's, it's part of how you're going to be a better person to your families, to your friends, because you are taking some time to stop and pause. And it's hard to like think that. And so that's what I kind of want to discuss with you today. Yes, absolutely. And I hear that from so many people and feel it myself, know that it's healthy to prioritize ourselves and to schedule time to relax and do the things that we want to do. But when it comes down to it, that guilt seems to often pop up. Um, It would be helpful, I think, for you, Michelle, to talk about what you do and explain to everyone listening what you offer and what the benefits are from that. So I've created Connecting Mamas, and it's all about bringing moms together. And my biggest passion is to take some of that pressure out of bringing that connection together. Because for so long, we've been disconnected from each other. And it's like, so how do we jump back into that arena? We see people on You see people having these great relationships and stuff, but it's like, if we don't have those yet, how do we do that? But at Connecting Mamas, what I want to do is people are attracted and want that growth and want that change. 
And I want to bring them together and almost matchmake groups as we dive into these questions and figure out what we want. What I've realized through my journey is the harder parts, we're trying to do this by myself. I, I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way, Kay. Like you can read any self-help book. You, you can get the knowledge. But are we doing what we know we, we want to do? Are we actually taking those actions forward? And that's what we have to ask ourselves that because I have the knowledge. And sometimes you might say, oh, I've already heard that. I know that. But then ask yourself, am I actually doing that? So what I, I'm offering is a six-week course where we dive into that together. But during the middle of that, you'll be getting a group, which I call a circle of grace, um, in that group where you would then at the end of the six weeks be able to take that group with you with guidelines and, and ideas of how to foster this growship, this relationship with each other, and how we actually identify who we are and what we want again, because that's really essentially what we're after is, is if you get to that point and you question, what is my purpose? Am I, am I, I love my family, but I'm not sure what I want to do. I, I want more meaning in my life. Then this would be the place for you to figure that out. It's because we need to do it as we, the way, the best way to do it is by experiencing it with each other and not saying, I'm going to do this by myself. Because when you acknowledge it with others and you start to speak these ideas out loud and you get verification and, and acknowledgement from others and accountability, you start to do these things. And that's what we want is we want to propel ourselves forward in this idea that we can come together as women and lift each other up and keep that going, that we get that closeness by being vulnerable and open with the other. But it's not easy just to jump into that. So I want to take that pressure out by attracting the women to me to bring them together. Michelle, I love the idea of not only getting the course with you and getting your knowledge and strategies and guidance for, you know, for each of these women, but also having this group that you connect them with where they can feel validated and they can feel connected because that is often one of the reasons I think that we don't follow through and let that guilt take over when we go to prioritize time for ourselves because we don't have that accountability partially. And if you hear that other women and other parents are doing this, it makes it seem more okay and more acceptable. Exactly. And I think that's part of it. I mean, we go through the check-in process. We go through the framework of it all. But it's like, and some of it might be things that you've already heard. And you say to yourself, I know this. But repetition really is the key because we can hear these things over. But until it finally hits us that we actually need to take action with that knowledge, it's been kind of meaningless. I mean, it's not been meaningless, but it's been to a point where it's just, it's, it's in our mind. And it doesn't do anything until we actually take action stepping forward. And so if you're a mom in that place where you're like, I, I want something more. And the other thing that I've learned is that once you make that decision, the people around you might, you, you start your energy change. You have a shift in, in who you yes. are, you are. And that energy may actually repel some of the people in your space. And then it might discourage you from continuing to be your best self to find who you are. And that's the whole point of bringing you together with other women who are in the same situation who want that when you guys join together, that only lifts you up rather than stop you in your tracks and say, oh, no, I don't want to lose this belonging to these other people that I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to change my mind. And so 
anyone who wants to encourage to, to get more out of what they want and find that fulfillment, that's why this is a safe space for it because you're not going to be discouraged. You're going to be with people who want to do the same thing. Right. And I know that we are, we're talking about moms a lot here and that is who you work with. But I think a lot of the ideas that we're discussing, even though your courses and your group are not, are, are just for moms, but we, these ideas are applicable, I think, to anyone who is feeling guilt taking time on their own, whether, you know, you're a dad or you're in a relationship and you are not maintaining that part of your identity because you are putting so much time into other people. It's this thought that I think a lot of us were conditioned with to always put our loved ones and the people around us before ourselves. Do you think there's anything else that plays into that, Michelle, that that encourages that internal guilt with doing something on our own or spending time alone? Well, I almost think part of it is once, I mean, especially for dads and moms, or um, once you become that parent, your habits start to shift, which, which yes. you might not even realize it at that moment. But as soon as you have that baby in your arms, you start to say, well, you start saying no without even realizing it, no, I'm going to take care of them, I'm going to do this. And before you know it, those decisions have just changed who you are over time, and, and you may have done it unconsciously even. And so by the time you realize that you, the kids might be a little bit older, or you might be able to do a few more things, you've already conditioned yourself and changed those habits like, oh, I don't even know how to like reach out to my friends or, or how to sit down and be still because I've been so... Um, going, 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 and saying no to myself for so long, I'm just not sure how to do it. So that's when I say, that's when we, my first letter of check-in is curiosity. And so that's why I say where we need to begin is asking yourself what you do want, which is a really hard question. I was on a phone call with a friend last night, and um, she was just in the because she, she saw a new job, and she wasn't even sure that she likes a new job. I'm like, so what do you want to do? And she's like, if I knew that, then I would be doing it. And I think that's what it comes down to is we don't necessarily know it is or take the time to do it. And we really do need to slow down and have that self-care to figure that out to move forward. And without the time and space to have those thoughts or doing my class or a different class or something that speaks to you to give you that, to force that time to take it. And that's why there's so much out there because we might not necessarily take that first step, but maybe reaching out and going, okay, I'm going to take this course. That'll, that'll do it. Yeah. And I think you hit on something very important is setting that time and making that part of your routine. So if you have this time dedicated to the course or you have the time when you're set to be in the group, then it's, it's not as easy to back out of it. And when the guilt comes up, you have reasons to back up in your own mind why it's important to follow through with it. And I think that the more that people do that, like anything, the more it becomes habit and the less you feel an internal pullback from allowing the time for that. And so even before a course or anything like that, the first question I just say is what is something 
for 10 minutes today or tomorrow that you want to do that you will enjoy, that you actually think about it and plan out something for just 10 minutes. Because what it's going to do is as you ask yourself this question and reach with curiosity, is you're going to start to activate your RAS system as I keep forgetting the long name of it, but the system in your brain that allows you, like, for instance, when you see a new car, you start to see a new car everywhere. So the same thing you're activating is when you're leading with curiosity and saying, what do I want to do? And you look for one thing, then you start to say, okay, I'm going to start looking for more. And it's changing that habit slowly. It's not going to happen like immediately, but all of a sudden you're going to look back and go, wow, I really feel better. And that's what we're looking for is we're not looking... Everyone wants that immediate change, right? And, and I, I wish it was that simple, right? But it's more of a gradualness that as you start doing these things, you're like, all of a sudden, I, like my child starts screaming, which my child spent 45 minutes this morning screaming about a shower. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And yet I was able to turn it around and half an hour after they left on the bus, I'm on this podcast, right? But it's it's being able to do that shift and knowing and being able to make those, even though Things are going to happen, right? You are going to have those tensions, but it's your reaction that turns into responses to that versus you getting all angry and upset with it. And it's because you're taking those times and that thing, the space for yourself to figure it out that you're able to move through it differently than you used to. And that's really what you're looking for in when you're evaluating, is something working for me? You're looking at, am I able to get more out of my day? Am I doing more things that I'm enjoying? At the end of the day, do I feel more accomplished? Do I feel more calm? Do I feel these things? Because you still are going to have things, blockages in your day. Like your child's still going to have their feelings too. We all have our feelings. We have our bad, our moods change. But you're asking yourself, am I doing this? Do I feel better about my day? And I can tell you for me, two years ago, over two years ago, when I started down my personal development journey, I felt like I was yelling at my kids almost like all the time. My first reaction was just to yell back. Like that was just automatic response until I took the time to pause and say, what are ways I can do? And it was gradual. It was, it was trying this, trying that to see what worked with each child. Cause each one's different. Yeah. I tell you my, my oldest yeah. different things than my youngest. And I had to keep trying with each of them, but at least I started to make by each attempt, it was getting better and better. And that's what we're looking for. And so it's not like all of a sudden one, all of a sudden it will be one day. You're like, Oh my gosh, things just feel easier. Our mor- mornings used to be so chaotic. They now feel easier because they're they're more empowered to do their lunches. They're more empowered to do their things because of these processes we've worked over um, the period of time. And you're like, that's what we're working towards is how do we get more enjoyment out of our day? Yeah, I think that would feel better to everyone. And once you have that in your life, you think, how, how did I live without this? This feels so much better. And that's one of... The main points that I make with clients when they are pushing back about spending time for themselves is that it makes you taking care of yourself and taking that time and making sure that your needs are met makes you a better mom, makes you a better spouse, makes you a better, you know, employee and more productive at your business. It just radiates out to the rest of your life. So if that motivates people, and and I think it does with most, and it it really is true, I think that's one of the key things to keep in mind. I mean, honestly, the more personal development and books I read, 
essentially when the, it comes down to it, it is the same ideas. What our whole goal is in life is to just be present in the moment, enjoy as much of it as we can, right? That's yes. the whole goal. However, we each reach that in different ways. That's why I say like if what I how I'm saying this doesn't resonate with you, that's okay. Keep looking though for another speaker that does resonate with you. However, if I do, then come work with me or if Katie's message works better for you, go work with her, but it's listen for that gut reaction in you. Like do I feel compelled to this? Is this something I want to do? And if the answer is yes, don't hesitate. Go for it. Find what's going to work for you. We keep saying we want this prescription um for what's going to make us feel better. But it's yeah. really what's going to make you feel better is when your gut tells you to do something, that you go for it. Very Which true. Really that is, because when you ask for the teacher, the teacher will appear that's right for you at that moment. And maybe you do a course with one person that was good for that moment and you need something else. That's okay. But you've got to keep listening to your gut. And if it says go for it, for instance, um, I, I, I was struggling um, this week partly with my relationship with my husband and um, for Valentine's Day weekend, um, a friend was supposed to, we were supposed to go out with her their birthday party. And then she said that the spots were taken, but I had a babysitter for overnight. And this one hotel we had talked about going to popped up in my email and my text. And <laughs> it was like, do I, do I jump in? Do I, pay, do I do this? And that night I'm like, you know what? We're not going to do the birthday party. Let's let me book an overnight surprise him, which I was so nervous about. Like, is, is this, is he going to think it's dumb or what? And you know what? It was listening to the universe and saying, you know what? I'm going to do this. Everything worked out. His mom was able to watch the kids. My mom ended up, um, it was part of our anniversary present, so it wasn't something we were even paying for. And it just changed our energy between the two of us because I said yes. And I could have easily been over the weekend just saying, oh, I should have done that. So the choice is up to you guys. Like when those opportunities present yourself, do you take them or do you let them pass by? Yes, paying attention to your intuition and trusting yourself with what you need and, like you said, what resonates with you, I think is very important. And I'm glad that that worked out for you and your husband and that you were able to surprise him. And and it's, it is funny how that happens, how you had that thought and you were thinking about it and questioning it. And then things kind of popped up in front of you. And I think that's reminding you, like, yes, you're on the right track. You're you're along the right thoughts here and, and follow through and to really to really trust yourself and have that internal process. You know, I know one of the things one of the memories that stands out in my mind with being a parent and being disconnected is when I had my first baby and people were offering to help me with lots of different things and I always shut it down or said, no, thank you. I felt this need to do everything myself or that I should be able to do everything myself. And I got really burnt out. I was exhausted. I was stressed. And so with my second baby, I said, I'm, I'm going to do things differently this time. In some ways I'm going to accept the help. And I tried it, and I did it in some instances, but it felt like such an internal pull. It felt still like I shouldn't be doing it. I thought that was interesting. And, and, and probably says something about my personality, but also I think it's something that resonates with other people also. 
Did you feel like it was helpful at all, though, when you did let it go and, and ask for help? Let them help you? I did feel less stress. I did feel more rested. So, yes, even though I was still wrestling with it to some extent, I did feel some of that relief that was needed. And that was encouraging. And I think that's part of it, too, is we just, we have no problem as humans, like, for most for the most part, when someone asks you for help, like you'll drop everything if they ask you for help, right? But then if they offer it in return or you need help, it's it's hard to make that shift. At least for me, I don't know if that's the same for you. But I feel that the more we just again take the baby steps, like you were saying, after the baby, knowing going in, especially moms, it, it is this big encompassing new adventure. And even if you don't necessarily need the help you're making that first decision to, again, for those habit changes, when you say no every time, that starts that shift in habits. Whereas if you say yes, at least some of the time, then you're you're letting yourself be more open and giving yourself time um, for yourself, which is the first step, especially for new moms, to not go down that path where I found myself five years later going, who am I, what do I want? Because I was not taking that time for myself. So even if you don't feel like you need it, take it, especially if it's being offered to you. Yes. Great advice. Well, thank you for sharing your thoughts, Michelle, on this topic and for talking about what you're able to provide to moms and some of those missing spots that you can fit in or you can help guide them towards or provide through the course and the group. Where is the best place for people to go that want to connect with you? Um, well, I believe you're going to have a link in the show notes for the course. Will, yes. direct link to the course, but also on my website, Connecting Mama. So C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-N-G-M-A-M-A-S, ConnectingMamas.com. There's also a free gift for anyone who just wants to go through the check-in process for themselves to start trying, if you're, if you're wondering what you want or how you want to get there. It's a good place to start to see if it resonates with you, and it's free. It's just sign up for the mini course right there on the website. Hit free gift, put your email address, and it'll be sent right to your inbox. Um, it goes through the the check in process. So it's a video for each, and then a little activity for each. So it shouldn't take you more than fifteen minutes per um, letter, but just to give you a sense and a place to start. And then go with your gut. Start going. If I want to look for that teacher, start going with your gut and, and asking yourself. Um, what you want to do and keep moving forward. And the one thing I want to say just before we leave about connection is we have been disconnected from each other so long. COVID just really made it obvious. But even before that, I think about the fact that we used to live in villages. We used to be so connected. It was just part of who we are. And now we live in our little boxes. We drive our little boxes and we separate ourselves from each other. So my, so one thing I want to challenge you to do is the next time that you're in the grocery store or at Starbucks or at, at um, the parent meeting or wherever, and someone asks you a question, there's someone you want to talk to, go ask them a question or give them a compliment. Start a new habit of, instead of keeping those thoughts in your heads, go see what's going to happen when you talk with someone. Maybe it's just a quick one minute thing, but it, it breaks that chain and creates new habits for you because you never know where that conversation is going to go or lead to. And so let's connect more together. I agree. That does feel so good. Even the one minute conversations in the grocery store or checkout, I, I definitely get value out of that. 
Well, thank you so much, Michelle. And I will have a link to Michelle's course on my post and on my um, social media. And you can also go to connectingmamas.com. And come check everything out. Can't wait to connect more with you. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Katie. Have a wonderful day, everyone. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of Obstacles Under the Surface, Guilt with Prioritizing Yourself. Look for another episode next week. Have a peaceful rest of your day.